The process is black and white, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. Good morning, Vernon. Good morning, Devin. Good morning. How are you? Well, good afternoon. Well, let's be honest. It's afternoon. Good evening, actually. Yeah. Yes, we're changing it up. So, uh... As a break from our regularly scheduled programming, that this episode is going to be a quick break from that, and we are going to talk about um, the insanity that I have seen a little bit that's going on in Philadelphia right now, with uh, your Philadelphia Eagles going to the Super Bowl. On a scale of one to ten, how hype are you? Oh, uh, like a twelve. Yeah, like a twelve. I mean. It's off the charts. I'm, uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. Like, I don't know. It came out of nowhere. Like, I thought the team would be good. But it's very reminiscent of 2017, where it wasn't anybody who was, like, expecting it. You know, it was more just a rosy green color glasses. You know what I mean? Coming Um, into the season, you're saying. Yeah, coming into the season. excited, but. Yeah, I was kind of like. We get a playoff win, and we see where it goes from there. Right. Didn't think we would be the number one overall seed as a, it was a season. It was a, it was a playoff team, is what you're saying. Though. Yeah, we were a playoff team. I, I thought we would win a division, get one home playoff game. You know, have the pressures of winning that, go on the road for a divisional game, and then we see from there. That was kind of like my expectations going in. You know, it kind of reminded me of we we both share the Sixers love. And it kind of reminded me of the year that we got Ben and Joe and the expectations was make the playoffs. And and then, you know, the the next year was like, you know, makes the playoff win around. That was the that was the rent. That was the plan. Make the playoffs, get in the top four, win a playoff round. And we did. We beat Miami. And then you go on and you kind of just go, whatever happens from there is icing it on the cake. And I had the same kind of feeling about this team. So it was a growth in, year. Growth year. Get in the playoffs, playoff experience, win the first game because expecting a home playoff game, and then we go from there. And that was the expectation. And they just surpassed that like crazy. You know, and I, I'd say, you know, I'm a firm believer in like any type of team aspect, right? The object should always be winning. You know, like just just winning. That should be the goal of any team. And a lot of times, and I'll call it today's environment, society, whatever, there's this second group of people that are tallying up style points. You know what I mean? Like, like they're tallying up style points. And I think the teams that just go out and they prioritize winning over everything are the teams that usually win it all when you have one of those. And I think that that's the Eagles because then they're they're they win in so many different ways. You know, so if you're a part of a team and there's only one person 
that's good enough to to really have an impact on you winning, and someday, sometime, that person is going to be off. Have an off night. Yeah. It's going to have an off night. But when you build a team, whether it's in life or whatever you do, business, whatever, that you 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 get people in their place, you allow them to be great at what they do, and therefore some days you can win through them. Some days they can win through you. Some days you might win from, you know, Chris an accountant, whatever it is. You know, there's somebody making a winning play on your team at, at all times. And you got more people, you bring more people to that fight, the chances of you winning goes up, you know, significantly. And to me, that's the Eagles this year. The Eagles are a team that's like, you hear it all, you, you know, if you get caught up in some of the sports talk stuff, all through the year, people just kept saying, ah, Jalen Hurts, anybody could do what he's doing. Look at all, look at it, look at everything else around him. He's got great this, they got great this, they win games running the ball, they win games throwing the ball, they win games, blah, blah, blah. But that that's the Eagles, man. They're they have a full team. They use everybody's skill set. Everybody no one's talent gets wasted. Everybody gets an opportunity to shine at what they do great. And they actually have all fifty two men contributing contributing to every win. Well, that's your that's your dream. Oh, that's setup. my dream. Because that, yes. that's who you are. You're that's like me. A, give me all the people, and I'm going to get each one of them to excel where they're best going to excel. That's who you are. Like deep that down. is my core. That is my <laughs> freaking core. And to see that I got a quarterback like Jalen, who that is his core also. To me, like that, like I love it. I'm like in heaven watching him. And we have this debate off here about Joel Embiid. And that's the thing for me that I always feel like he's 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 falls short on is that leadership of like, hey, I need everybody else to do this. And I think he gets wrapped up in this environment that we live in where you, you know, you got to be LeBron. You got to have this, that, all this. Like, LeBron's a guy that understands. I need all 12 men on his team in order to win. You know didn't what I mean? Always. He, didn't always. Yeah, you know, nah, I, I think he I think he didn't believe. I think he knew, but he didn't believe in the in the guys that he had. Yeah, now, I mean, his, his greatness took him to the finals. Yeah. But it, he didn't really get to that, like, next level until he started working – on in a, in a Mario Chalmers world, right? Where he's yeah. like, no, no, Chalmers. We need him. Yeah. <laughs> we need no, him. seriously. We need him. Yeah. Like, give me that guy. Like, we need a Pat Bev. We we need yeah, exactly. like, you, Alex Caruso. No, like, most teams, he wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't probably play him much. But, no, we need that guy. Like, now he's like GM LeBron who's like, no, we need everything from everybody. And yeah. that is how you win, man. That, that That's strategy of life. Like, if you got – People sitting dormant, like you say. What you saying, man? I rather, you know, I rather get behind a person doing something than not. Yeah. And, and and in teams, if you got fifty players, you can have on your team, but only twenty people are doing something. You know, I don't want to get behind that either. Yeah. You know, if you got fifty players, get all fifty of them doing something. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's way better when you can when you can pull that off. Well, that's exciting. That's exciting to to hear, and then. It's a weird, you know, moment in history. It's going to be the Eagles versus 
the guy who not really the guy who built the Eagles to me is Buddy Ryan and always will be. Yeah. But <laughs> to an entire generation of people, the guy who built the Eagles is Andy Reid. So yes. it's like that's my that's my the Eagles versus my Andy Reid. I mean, it's whew, how's I that? I grew up I, my most of my Eagles fandom was through most of everyone's Eagles window. fandom. Most, I mean, everyone. Yeah. I mean, he was he was a coach for like thirteen years. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it was crazy. Um, and the crazy part is, is the new guy. The new guy is a hybrid of Buddy and Andy. It, it so you still get Andy. Like you, you still get you still, you still get like the routine, the routine of Andy and the, the predictability. Protect the players, yep. you know, players coach, you know, a, a quarterback guy who seems to have his quarterbacks ready, you know, all of that you get. But then you get a punch yesterday in the there mouth. was a fight <laughs> in the game that broke out. Players get thrown out. Our head coach, instead of, like, talking to the refs to figure out what's going on, blah, 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 he's, he's standing by the sidelines, waving his hands up to, to get the crowd involved in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that's not Buddy Ryan for that's you. That's Buddy Ryan. That is totally Buddy Ryan. But at the same token, he's wearing, like, injured players' numbers on the corner on his, of his hat lid. On his hat and stuff. Nice. Tell me that's not Andy Reid. Yeah, no, like, it's definitely Andy. It's Reed. Andy. It's like it's just like he's in this world where I think like somehow they managed to pick the guy who takes some of the best qualities and the things we like most from two of our favorite head coaches in this whole entire you know tenure as Jeffrey Lurie, you know, being the head coach, being a being an owner, well, and but, prior buddy's to him, he, buddy's here, yeah, uh, buddy's here before him. Yeah, and prior to him, you got the two from like the two most recent owner errors. You're taking Brayman's, you know, guy and then, you know, Jeffrey's guy and putting them together. Like, it's so Philly. And that's what I love about it, too. It's it's so Philly. So I'm excited. I actually look for, I want a big red. That's, uh, you know, I want a big red. Of course. No, what else do you want? Yes, this is who you want. Let's add the juice. It's going to be a lot of juice in this Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, a lot of juice. Uh, um, I might watch this Super Bowl. We'll see. It'd be it's a rare, it's a rare thing for me at this time, right? But might watch this one. And if I do, I'm going to be rooting for Andy Reid to blow the time, the clock management somewhere <laughs> near the end of the game, as like a as a way to like oh, close the right? whole thing. You know, like. Have it be a close game. Have the both teams perform well, and in the end, it's Andy Reid wow. unable to 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 make a timeout or manage the clock in some way. You try that would give, be good for me. Yeah, you're trying <laughs> to give a gift to like all the sports writers and announcers. Like, man, they would love, they would love for that to happen. You're trying to like bless them all with with one of the greatest gifts they could possibly have. Well, you know that. it. It makes me crazy in this era of Madden football and like other, I don't play any of those video games, but I know they exist. And it means that you can practice situations. You know what I mean? Play a game of Madden. You can, well, I I don't know. I don't, they're not the same. No, no, I know what you mean. But the situations, the clock management situations are identical, right? The, The actual gameplay, fully different, right? But the 
clock situations, like those, those are things that you can practice. Yep. Makes me crazy. Makes me crazy that that he is such a he is such a, a blind spot. Or he did. I don't know where he's at now. No, he as, has, an, as an Eagles he coach, actually, he had uh, such a blind spot. He actually did it again yesterday. He had no timeouts. Uh, Thirty seconds left with the ball, looking to go get three, and he managed to do it because he's got a hell of a quarterback. But like everyone was looking, like man, if he could have got some plays in sooner. Probably could have still had a timeout, and you know, luckily he has a great quarterback. And then the Bengals had an idiot linebacker that rough the the uh, did a personal foul, yeah. pushing tackling somebody out of bounds, and that's how, that's how the game goes. ended. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you, I think you would love Jalen Hurts. I think he's your type of guy. I think he's you know you know who he reminds me of. He's Doc man. He's Doc Holiday, like all over again. Wow. Like that that mentality of just like business. Yeah. And like all I do is pitch. And yep. like all I want to talk to you you about is getting better. And if like you can't offer anything to me about getting better, why are you why here? are we talking? <laughs> like even to the media, like his press conferences are kind of just like, Yeah, we just gotta get better. Yeah, one more game. Like, he gives him nothing. Everything about him is about, all right, let's go back to work. All right, let's go back to work. Like, he finally took a minute to be, like, not that type of guy to, uh, after they won, and he sung the fight song. I the, saw The Fly, Good Fly fight song. I saw it. And it was uncomfortable because I've never seen this dude have, like, fun like that. He's so much, all right, let's get back to work. I like it. Well, I he's, certainly, he's I certainly like that, and I imagine it's tremendously popular in Philadelphia to have oh, somebody who's you just like a, who's getting just after like it, who's just dying like, to work. It's like holiday. No, it's the same that's who they love. Day. Oh, you want? Yeah. You just want to get to work? We we love you because that's what we're doing too. No excuses, no nonsense. Just I'm I'm going back to work. Fantastic. This, it sounds like it's going to be a fun Super Bowl. We'll touch back on it in a couple of weeks once the game is played. Uh, real quick check-in before we uh, call this an episode. How you doing on drinking calories? That's been your number one focus. Yeah, five, five and two last okay. week. Again, another another two days where, where we slipped. I think it was two days. It might have been one. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure you were five and two last week. Yeah, five and two. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, so – you know, I know uh, Friday night got a little wild because I had a, I think we were getting ready for an event and I was just, we were cranking. So I think I even had like a milkshake or something. I don't know what the hell I had. I, I gorged a little bit. You know, I was one of those where I think I just drank a milkshake and fries and that was like all I eat for the day. Mm. But I, I, I don't think I have spoke to you about that, but we, yeah, we had, we had another event. Um, I guess it was last week. Well, Somewhere. I know you had an event. I think it was last week. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We like, talked about it last week. I think. Okay. We did. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So we we, we might have talked about it in the pre-show. Okay. So yeah, that was pretty fun. You know, to have a um, to get better. It was we we nailed it. Um, oh. we nailed it, and uh, I tell you, I keep, fig- I keep learning something about what it is that we possibly can offer. So, as you know. There's this world that exists, and we always kind of talk about this world where it's like that 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 in between, 
stage of like people who are willing to spend their money recklessly, recklessly, and then people who are very tight on their money. But then there's everyone else in between, which is a large margin of 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 the population. Yeah, the value, the people who want who the they'll spend, people. but they want value. They want value. The value people, and the value people live in all pay grade, pay grades. Yeah, they they're not just middle class. Oh, they're yeah. not just upper class. They're not just lower class. They they're everybody. They're just people who lo- like who would prefer to spend their money on value. And what I'm learning is we can service that class. And and no one else is really servicing it. Like in the in the industry that we're talking about getting into. Sure. From a from a an event. industry and community that you're trying to get into, there's nobody in that space. Yes. And from an event, you know, like in a like an event organizer type of lane. Event yep. organizers organizers, they're literally so far, everyone that I've seen, every price that I've checked, they're a 500% markup type company. They're a, a lot of that industry is you're paying for this an experience. And we're basically going to charge you whatever the hell we think we should charge you for this experience. You know what I mean? Like, you know these balloon arches? Have you ever seen these like balloon arches people get for yeah. parties? Yeah. You can literally get it on Amazon for like 50 bucks. Right. People charge like $2,000 for those balloon arches. And people yeah, pay. Man. Sure. People pay. Like, but there's like this, there's this lane of people who are smart enough, like I'm never paying for that. I'm just you, not going to have a balloon arch. You know what, uh, Jeff Bezos would say about that. What's that? His famous quote is your margin is my opportunity. Yes. So he would look and he would be like, well, you're charging $2,000 for a balloon thing. My opportunity is to cut that in half. Exactly. (laughs) No, that's the, listen, I've been trying to talk. I've been talking to my wife about this where it's like you, there's a way to there's margins in everything where you can make money the 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 way the truest way and i and i'm learning for what i do for a living and how i watch how this thing is built the best way to build a business is to satisfy the customer and have them wanting to come back because they feel like wow what a deal what an experience what a, like this is different yep. this is i get it. so much out of this Yep, this was worth it. That's what people really want to purchase. They want to purchase this was worth it. Exactly. Yep. And people don't understand that. So you in a lot of industries, which is why Jeff Bezos is as successful as he is. You get and the top and the bottom. You get Walmart and you get Gucci. Exactly. But where the real value is for lots of businesses is living in that middle. Living in the middle. Yep. And that, and that's what I, you know, that's the one conversation is just because you can charge it. You got to think about like, you got to have some margins where your goal is you just, you, you want to make money and you want to profit. And don't you lose money. Be, don't something. lose money. You want to be able to sustain it. You want to be able to, you know, make a fair amount for you. Yep. But you don't want to knock out all like half of the market. 
or more because you you can get 10 people to spend 2000 on this thing. Yeah, I mean it it it, it depends on what your goal is, right? Um, no, and that's the thing. It is. If you want to do that, you you can, right? Yeah. But it's a harder market to sustain in right there. It's a different it's a different market, right? You got different you ball got game. Different stuff. So, yeah, so. Well, there's, yeah, man, yeah. there's a lot there's a lot there. Well, let's uh yeah, well, one of the things oh, I'll say yeah, this. Yeah, what do you I'll got? You yeah, yeah, please. What you There's got? this book um, by David Ogilvy. Ogilvy? Ogilvy? Uh, anyway, it's called Confessions of an Advertising Man. And Ooh. it's um he's like one you know that show Mad Men? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I never like, watched it, but I know the gist of it. Yeah, he's like one of those one of the people that that show is like loosely based on, right? Uh-huh. And he basically was in advertising prior to there ever having been advertising, right? Like when, when advertising was new, he was, yeah. and one of the things he talks about is he, he breaks out people into, into five groups, the five types of spenders. Mm. And you know, it's not like a statistically proven insight, right? But he's yeah. like, well, there's there are people who only want to value. There are people who only shop sales and he like chunks everybody out into these Anyway, it's it's stuck with me ever since because there are people who will always want to pay more because they always want to have that like higher up thing. So you you know you just I don't know it's it's interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see where you guys go, yeah. and uh, yeah, check it out if you need another book. Uh, yeah, Confessions of an Advertising Man. It's a really no, good book. I'm definitely gonna check that out. Yeah, it's right. like it. I think it takes place in the '60s, like most of his career, or '50s yeah. and '60s. Yeah. So it's like. And you get a really good sense of what people's intuitions around business were. It's pretty cool. For sure. But that, you know, hey, repeat customers, man. Repeat customers. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Repeat yeah, customers. Yeah, repeat and customers that you know actually, they're called? Even, even better than them is customers who come back but spend more. Yep. You know that's what that's what you called. really want. You know what those are. Hmm. True fans. Those are true, true fans. fans, my friend. They really are. They you really want are. true fans. I gained one last week. Hey, she's, that's she's good. Been called, you know, she wants me to do, she wants us to do a, a small dinner party for her and her family just because they didn't really get to eat the food at the party because they were so busy partying. Sure. And everyone was calling them and telling her how great the food was and how right. amazing everything was. And so, and she got like four people calling me about other events. So, and she's just a fan. She's been, she called me the next day just to thank us, you know, like. Love it. Right? Love it. Hey, uh, speaking of that, where can people find us? They can find us at theprocessisblackandwhite.com. And they can search us on all our social media platforms uh, for 24. Ooh, the process is black and white and we'll pop right up. Mixing businesses there. But, uh, yeah. All right, man. All right, man. Talk to you next week. Yep. Same here, bro. We'll finish the book. Yep.